The following podcast contains adult material. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. This content is not safe for work. If you are a pearl clutcher, a prude, or a pious type, just don't listen. You're listening to There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize there are no nice guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to episode 39 of There Are No Nice Guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado. And today I want to talk about the rise of the lonely single man. On August 9th of this year, 2022, I was dying because my podcast was still on hiatus and I felt like I was missing out on the chance to talk about the publication of the Psychology Today article, What's Behind the Rise of the Lonely Single Man? I'll link to it in the blog post that accompanies this episode on my website, thereareno.niceguys.com. In case you missed all the buzz, Surrounding this piece, allow me to summarize. It was written by Greg Matos, who is a board-certified psychologist. It's a very brief piece, easy to consume. And in his article, the author focuses on these key points. Dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing because relationship standards of women are rising. Men far outnumber women on the dating apps. We already know this. Most of us women are signing off of these things. Men need to address their skills deficit in order to meet the expectations of women. So here's how the article begins, and I am quoting. Younger and middle-aged men are the loneliest they've been in generations, and it's probably going to get worse. Now, before I continue to analyze this piece and talk about this topic further, let me just insert some more information here. In Psychology Today and in other various reputable publications, you will find numerous articles pointing at a few different studies that show single, child-free women are the happiest demographic of our society. And that includes me. And I point this out because how many times have you, a single woman, been talking to a guy realize he's not a match and reject him for whatever reason, and it's usually his own fault. And he cries at your rejection. This is why single women are so lonely. No, buddy. These are proven facts. More and more men are sad, single, and lonely. And some of them are angry as fuck. More and more Single women are finding happiness in our solitude. Okay, so let's get back to the article. Greg Matos had this to say about women raising their standards. 
Again, I'm quoting directly from his article. With so many options, it's not surprising that women are increasingly selective. I do a live TikTok show at a Better Love Project and speak with hundreds of audience members every week. I hear recurring dating themes from women between the ages of 25 and 45. They prefer men who are emotionally available, who are good communicators, and who share their values. End quote. I mean, that's it right there, right? Like, men, hello. Women prefer men who are emotionally available and good communicators. Are you listening? The author finishes his article by stating that men need to level up and transform themselves. He even suggests therapy. Hell, I do too. Well, when this article published back in August, the lonely single males were angry. So angry. They were in complete denial of all of this information. In fact, I'd say they're still pissed off about it. I think what pissed them off the most was that the author put the responsibility for the situation squarely on their own shoulders. I mean, Greg Matos could have just titled this article, Hey man, if you're lonely and sad, fix yourselves. They're so mad. But you know how emotional men can be. I mean, they should seriously try smiling more. Now, let me be clear. I don't mean to make fun of the loneliness a single man may feel because of his circumstances. I get it. I get lonely too. And I'm not the only single woman who feels this way. So before I get inundated with not all men emails, I want to specify that those I'm coming down hard on are the ones who use the threat of loneliness against women who reject them. And those fucking little angry incels who are on Reddit at three in the morning crying because the woman next door won't date him because he's too short and doesn't make enough money. Those are the ones I'm laughing at. Those assholes. So to the single women, the next time some angry little male tells you that you're going to end up sad and lonely because you don't want to go out with him, send him a link to the article. Then tell him to fuck off. Do you say fuck a lot? Then you'll love Slightly Unfiltered. They make sweary stuff for people who say fuck a lot, including coffee mugs with an attitude. Go to slightlyunfiltered.com to learn more. Get free shipping on your first order when you use the promo code no nice guys. Let's get back to the podcast. Now women, ladies, my gals, my pals, my friends, there is nothing wrong with us having high standards. No, let me reword that. Let me address everyone. There is nothing wrong with any human being having high standards. 
period. And I think a lot of you could stand to increase your standards. But first, let me differentiate between preferences and standards. Because a preference is just something you like. A standard is about quality. Many of you ladies treat preferences like a standard and standards like it's a preference. Big mistake. Huge. So for preference, let me give you an example and here's a common one. He's got to be at least six feet tall. I mean, that is so common. It's too typical. Now for my tall friends, you ladies who who reach six feet or taller in your cha-cha heels, I can see that being a reasonable preference. But for you shorties like I am, who are like five foot five and under category, what the fuck? I mean, seriously, you're five foot two on a good day and you won't date anyone under six feet tall? What are you thinking? It is unreasonable. And you treat it like it's a standard? Girl, you are missing out on dating men who are five foot seven and awesome. It's your loss because I'll date him. So, okay, height is a preference because it's about what you like. But a standard would be along the lines of honesty, being a critical thinker, being an optimist, being generous, being loving, showing up to dates on time, treating you like you're important. That's a very important standard to have. Stuff like that. What I see a lot of women doing is having their preferences, but then they end it there. So he checks off the boxes for height. He's six foot tall. And he checks off the eye color you like and a personal style that you like. But then you didn't even bother to set standards for his character and his treatment of you. So I'm asking you, please have standards and set them high because you're worthy of it. Think about it. You have standards when it comes to your car, your house, your job, your friends. Why wouldn't you have standards when it comes to the person you're dating? Not too long ago, I had a friend text me begging for me to convince her to go out on a date she didn't even want to go on. And I was like, I'm not fucking doing that, telling you to do something you don't even want to do. So she tried convincing me that she should be convinced to go out on a date with this guy because he's nice and he has a good job. Really? I told her that is the bare minimum. You need to set your standards higher. Another friend of mine was stressed over a man who fucking stood her up, but now they were trying to reschedule. Same thing. I told her, set your standards higher. She said to me, if I set my standards any higher, I will have a short list of men. I said, good. So what? Want to know how long my list? It's zero. I have a list of zero men. But you don't see me getting stood up and you don't see me getting stressed out. 
That's a fact you have to accept about setting high standards. You'll be going out on a lot less dates. You'll be talking to a lot less men. There are going to be little to no men blowing up your phone at 11 11 p.m. or 2 a.m., showering you with manipulative attention. But you know what else happens when you set high standards? There are less fuckboys in your life. There are less douchebags in your life. There is less manipulation or attempts for manipulation occurring in your life. There's less stress. There are a lot less moments when you're questioning your self-worth. Set your standards high and keep your preferences reasonable. It's better to find romance in solitude and give yourself the love you seek than to end up in a half-assed relationship with a broken, angry man. Now to those sad, lonely, but not angry single men, I implore you to self-evaluate. If you truly are feeling lost and confused and have no idea why women aren't attracted to you, have no idea why women don't want to go out on a date with you, don't want to be your girlfriend, get therapy. That's not an insult. That is good advice. Work on yourself. I promise if you stay dedicated to your personal growth, things will work out for you in ways you didn't even imagine. But to the angry males who are all pissed off because you fucked around and you found out that women don't need men in order to build exquisite, exciting lives for ourselves, I have nothing to say to you because there's no help for mammals like you. Leave women alone and go find comfort in your sad little incel community. How would you like to be a featured sponsor of this podcast? I'm accepting advertiser inquiries. If you think your product or service is a fit for this audience, go to my website and fill out the contact form. Go to thereareno.niceguys.com forward slash contact. Let's chat. Now back to the podcast. It was only a month after the Psychology Today article on the rise of lonely single men published, that Lifehacker published an article titled, Stop Sharing Tinder Secrets on the Internet, You Monsters! In this piece, the author, Jake Peterson, whines that the information on dating apps is personal and private, and it's dangerous to share their profiles on the internet. I wish you could hear my eye roll, but since you can't, I'll just address Jake directly. Fuck you, Jake Peterson. Now, Jake was very careful not to point out that the users whose profiles were being screenshot and shared were more than likely men, and the people doing it, the ones he addresses as monsters, were, of course, women. Now, why would I know this? Because I have been one of those women. Let's go over why women do this. Why do women take screenshots of profiles on dating apps and then share them with the fucking world? Number one, the dating app user is married. 
Look, ethical non-monogamy is perfectly fine and normal. We know that. But so many of the married men on dating apps are just cheating on their spouses, plain and simple. We love to out married men, and we're not going to stop doing it. Another reason, number two, their profile is filled with hate and vitriol. Misogynists and racists love to set up dating app profiles and use their bio to spout their hate speech. We're not going to stop sharing those profiles all over the internet. Those motherfuckers deserve to be shamed and outed. And lastly, number three. Of course, we love to out the harassers. Those have been my favorite ones to share. If after matching and talking, the man turns into an ugly harasser, you can damn well bet we're going to take a screen grab of his profile and that conversation and then share it all over fucking social media. Hell yeah. So where and how do we do this? Well, if we're bold and not afraid of the consequences, we'll share on our own social media. I've done it and I'm not sorry for it. But if you require anonymity, I recommend looking for Tinder Live on Instagram. It's a great profile. And you can submit to her directly. She'll keep you anonymous if you want and simply use the screenshot you sent to her. Coincidentally, or maybe more so poetically, there is a subreddit for nice guys. They mean the opposite, of course. You know, those guys that call themselves nice guys but aren't. Yeah, go find it. Subreddit for nice guys. On Twitter, you can DM submissions to at incel underscore stories. Again, you can remain anonymous. And lastly, most everywhere and anywhere, and I'm sure you've heard of this, you can find a Facebook group called Are We Sharing Boyfriends? Now, the idea there is specific to catching cheaters, but it's still a viable option for outing someone you've learned is married or in a committed relationship and is on the dating apps. So, fuck Jake Peterson. If you want to share the dating profiles of asshole males who are cheating, being misogynistic and or racist, or who are angrily harassing you, do it. I'll be sure to link to everything I just revealed on my website. There are no niceguys.com. So now that we know there is a rise in lonely single men, How do we weed out the angry, entitled ones? By profiling them. Come back next week because I'm going to talk to you about how to do that. You can learn the skills and techniques that I use to repel the men I don't want by intuitively reading their energy. It's a skill I wish I had since the moment I became single and started dating. See you then. Break, 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 break.